This podcast may contain adult themes and triggering topics. Please be kind to yourself if you get triggered by what we discuss. Also, this isn't a substitute for therapy or counseling. Please listen to the appendix at the end for some of our recommendations for resources that will help you find a qualified mental health care provider. Now, we take you to a time in the near future where emotional abuse has been appropriately deemed a crime and the survivors find a home to reclaim their lives and freedom. This is Haven, and these are the stories of the Reclaimers. Dawn, reminder to breathe. Do you want some water? Nope, I'm good. Let's just get this started. You look nervous, Phoenix. I am. Thank you for noticing. You okay? Yeah, just trying to keep my anger in check, knowing he's in the next room. Had Topher requested the additionals outside? Yeah, Topher wanted a team of six, but we settled at four. The former senator won't see them, but we know they're there. He's not going to get through. Does he know Percy's not in here? He better not know anything about anyone who's in here. Not even Alcorn? Topher set it up. He wanted the former senator to think it was Percy so he'd come, but then, surprise, it's Alcorn. Is that legal? It is, in certain circumstances. Is she ready? She's making a show, but she's ready. She's been ready for a month now. How do you... (laughs) What's the matter, doctor? Can't imagine a session with someone who terrifies you this much? You really are a punk. Distracted you, though. Yeah, yeah. Should you be in here? I have to be in here. For Percy? For both of us. I need confirmation that he can be contained. Wait, there's a question? Sort of. I've spent half my life dealing with him terrorizing Percy. The nightmares she had, the number of times I'd catch her ruminating about him. I need this. Then I'm glad you're here. He's here. I'm ready. I know you are, and I'd still like to- I don't need any of that. Just turn on the one way. Would you like to turn it on? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Wow. What do you see? He looks... unhappy. What's he saying? He's saying that he'd like to know who's in here. Did he say please? He did? I don't want to tell him yet. We go at your pace. Phoenix, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Amelia? I'm here, Don. I've got you. Okay. Ask him if he thinks about the victims. Would you like to turn on the sound? Oh, yes, I forgot about that. I can talk directly to him. He just can't talk back. Well, he can but it will go through Feeney. Wait, does he know it's Feeney in here with me? No, abusers aren't permitted to know who access filter. Okay, yeah. I want to turn on the sound. I'm just enjoying watching him squirm. If I may. Yes. We all are. <laughs> Amelia, you never cease to surprise me. Oh, yeah. Vidcom, sound on. You look angry. And that's good. I want you angry. I want you forever tormented by everything you did. The sleepless nights you caused. All the pain. And I wanted you to know something else. Your threats. Every single one of them. Have fizzled out entirely. No one has bothered or even threatened the families of the Thirteen. Turns out the war is over, the world learned a lesson, and now 
There's no vengeance like you tried to say there would be. Your threats about my career. Well, I took that right from you, didn't I? My career is what I choose it to be, what I want. And your students, the ones I had to protect, turns out they're doing great. And not only do they go whole months without thinking about you, they go about their lives as if you weren't even a blip on their radar. I can see you trying to talk back. You know I can't hear you right. You know that not a thing you say is going to get through to me or anyone else here. Oh, well, yes, I know you want to know if she's here. I know how hard you appealed everything to manipulate the system. I know every move your lawyer made. You want to know why? Because I'm so far into the system, you'll never be able to do so much as blink without me knowing about it. The system is me. You hear that? She and I built this system not only to box you out, but to box you in at the same time. But even then, knowing what you're doing, I don't give a damn. I don't care what you choose. I just care that you know how well everyone is doing. All of the survivors. Me. All of us. And your big P11? Uh, Yeah, I know about that too. And you aren't even a passing whisper to her anymore. All of the people you tried to silence, every single one. We're thriving! Psychologically sound and easily working on goals to ensure people like you never again have a voice. Ever again. Bitcoin, sound off. Do I want to know any of what he's saying? Uh, No, you don't. I figured as much. That's it. That's it? Yeah, I'm done. With him. Mr. Guthrie. I'd be glad of a follow-up session. Tomorrow? Yeah, I can do that. Ready? Yes, I'm starving. And I'm exhausted. Couldn't sleep last night. (laughs) Let's get you something to eat. The survivor has chosen... Wait, wait. Wait? Wait? I don't want to say anything, but I do want to look at him. Be my guest. He'll never know. He doesn't look as formidable as I remember. I think the bordered empaths help with that. Helps to see their hands on his shoulders. He looks like a naughty kid. Not a monster. Isn't that what the... Fini, what is that? It's... uh... Oh, no. Oh, no, what? He's saying... Things. You're reading something he's saying? Uh, no, no. Truman, shut it off. Send him away. Now. The survivor has chosen to end the session. Please transfer the abuser back to rehab. Haven out. Oh, God. Truman, this this isn't happening. What? What is it? I, I can hear what he's saying, but, but not from him in there. Not from him in there? Th- then where? In here. You're reading him in your head? Yes. No. Wait. No. I'm, I'm getting both. It's his voice and hers. Whose? I'm hearing what he's saying because I'm reading it from him in there, but, but Percy's hearing it in her side of the auricular. 
Where is she? We have to find her. She's shutting down. He just broadcast to her. How did he do that? I don't know. You stay here. I'll go. You there. You're with the board section assigned by Senator Everett, right? Good. We need one of you in here, and the other needs to go find Dr. Klossy and Senator Everett right away. Now! Nina? Percy? Please come in. Are you really sure it's all right? I imagine asking for extra sessions has you a bit hesitant, so probably, you probably feel a little out of sorts, perhaps? Part of it. (laughs) Who? how did you know? I guessed. Please, come in. Sit. Rest. All right. May I have your permission to read you while we're together today? I don't have to read you, Percy. I'm I'm triggered. (laughs) By a question I wrote. The consent question? Yes. (laughs) What good does it do if... He's going to break through the security protocols we built. Of course you can read me. Of course you can. I I think it would be tough not to. I think it would be impossible not to hear the mile-high panic I'm feeling. That's true. Your panic (laughs) is on a whole new level than what I felt before. Even as a judge? Yes, even then. Judge Nina Day. I believed you. Believed me? About what? You said, at the end of his trial, you said... You're free. Yes, I did. And it wasn't true. Yes, it was. How can you say that? I'm not sure you're ready for that answer just yet. What happened to transparency? I'm being transparent. I don't think you're ready for that answer just yet. This is infuriating. I'm infuriated. What makes you say that? I have no space in my life that he hasn't touched. I thought I could build a justice system that would... People like him. Beat them at their own game. I built the system so we could stop bullying the bullies. Bullying the bullies? Yes. The underpinnings of every piece of the justice reform. I fought tooth and nail to ensure that every dimension of it was redirected from responding to predators and instead focusing on survivor safety. Yes, you did. And now? Now the survivor? All of them. So damn many of them. What about them, Persephone? They're in danger. I did everything I could, and it's, it didn't matter. They're still in danger. If my abuser can break through those barriers to reach me, barriers that I built using every possible resource at my disposal, barriers, boundaries, walls, they don't matter. Nothing matters. I can't keep the survivor safe. I can't keep Feeney safe or Addie. Oh my God, Dion, Dion. What if, what if he's getting this anxiety I'm feeling? Breathe, Percy. That's a bundle and a half. I feel like I can't breathe. In and out. Do it with me. You're calm, because you don't know the danger he can cause. As a matter of fact, I know all about the danger. I judged his trial, remember? I witnessed his assigning. I know more details than most. I'm sorry. I'm flustered. I feel like I can't 
access my rational thoughts. Breathe. Percy, I'm calm because I know I'm free. How can you say that? Of course you're free. You're not his target. You're not the person he keeps going after and going after. Nowhere is safe. Nowhere. Dion. What? Just a moment ago, you were worried that Dion was going to get your overwhelm. Yes. It reminded me of what you told me about stopping emotions. How you can do that because your abuser manipulated you to think that the 13 would be in pain if you had feelings. That's... (laughs) That's a connection I hadn't seen before. So? But after you stopped that emotion, hoping to spare Dion, you were instantly triggered back into overwhelm and frustration about survivors. Should I... Is that wrong? I'm not trying to talk about your actions. I'm trying to notice the flow of emotion. Okay. You've got me. Why? You have every right to your emotions. So you're noticing them because I have a right to them? No, I'm noticing them because I want to hear the signals they give me. Oh. All right. I'll bite. (laughs) What signals are you reading? That you feel out of control. You have got me. I do feel remarkably out of control. Which must mean you're triggered. Most likely, yes. Which means that if you take action, your emotions will resolve, yes? Maybe. And once you've taken action, what's the leftover emotion? Oh, you are using my own words against me. It was a brilliant paper, Percy. Tell me about leftover emotion. After a survivor takes action on existing emotion, any leftover emotion is the result of trauma or a reaction to trauma such as PTSD. Have you taken every possible action? I... Yes. Then the emotion you're feeling right now? Wait. I took action before I knew that people like him could broadcast like that? So is there another action left? Yes. What's the action we can take, Percy? I can work with the bordered empath section to create a response so that survivors are no longer in the same building as those they're confronting. I can ensure that my... That that all abusers are given 24-hour surveillance while in rehab. I can move the rehabilitation facility to somewhere far, somewhere that abusers can't be within range of survivors at all. And why can you do that, Percy? Excuse me? I don't follow. How is it that you're able to take action like that? No, I still don't... Read me. Because I'm... I can't say it. Because you are free, Persephone. Percy, you are free. You created paths out of hell that so many have followed. The demon has no access to those paths because he shrivels at personal responsibility. You're free. You created relationships and family and clarity for yourself. Out of abandonment and loss, you created connection. 
You are free. You gave yourself permission by holding yourself accountable for what you did wrong and answering the call to tell the truth no matter how much pain it caused you. Dr. Persephone Colossi, you are free. Free in ways that the former senator will never understand. You told the world in your victim statement, you are made of fire. And no being that has wrestled and mastered that fire can ever be trapped or captured or bullied by it again. Ever. This is a singular experience. What's that? I actually believe you. (laughs) What makes you say that? I trust you. (laughs) I trust you too. What's more, I respect you, Percy. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> Here, can I read you something that my mentor gave me? Sure. It's from the poet Yuli Kalkin. And if you have ever been abandoned, be a constant. If you have ever been wrapped up in night so dark, you cannot find your way back home, be light. If you have ever fallen apart into a thousand fractured pieces and wondered where on earth everyone has gone, be present. If you have ever felt unworthy, unbeautiful, unseen, unknown, unheard, be love. I tell you the truth. Some of the most precious things we learn are from the fires that we've endured. That's beautiful. You're not safe. That's clear. There's a very real threat, and we need to acknowledge the reality of that threat. You're also experiencing emotions related to that threat, and we need to validate those emotions. Your feelings are valid. Your trauma is real. And you know how dangerous he is because of all that you've endured. And that is what makes you free. You're not in the same place Sefi was. You have tools, resources, clarity. Things I didn't have before the abuse. Yes. You want me to see that the experience of the abuse gave me things that can be used against him now. I do want you to see that. What else do I want you to see? That I don't have to shut down my emotions to keep people safe. that my emotions aren't some sort of indulgence. I can feel angry and frustrated and still take action to protect myself and my family and the other survivors. Are you doing that heightened truth thing now? (laughs) No. I only use it when you ask me to do so. Consent. Consent. I'm getting the shift. It doesn't feel so triggering now but I do feel very tired. I have some time tomorrow. Would you like to meet again after some rest? Yeah. Yes. That's a good plan. I'm impressed with your work. Not just today. It took many days of work to be able to do what you did today. I see and honor all you've done to get to this point, Percy. Thanks. We'll see you tomorrow.
Feeney? I'm here. Are you hiding? No. Yes. What's going on, kiddo? I needed to breathe. And these big trees seem to breathe better than anything. You heard him. I did. She did too? She did. And he was in the auricular? I don't even know how that's possible, so I can't even approach it mentally. All I can do is... Breathe. And hide. From what? Failing to protect her. She can protect herself. I'm not talking about Percy. I know. Kiddo, you've got this giant heart, and and you want so badly to protect those you love. But her? Well, she's the one person you can never protect because it's not your job to protect her. Blah, blah, parental responsibility. You bet your receptors I'm going to talk about parental responsibility. You've held abusers and enablers to their responsibilities hundreds and thousands of times. How many survivors come through those doors? How many have had children or or, or been children? And how many times have you clearly worked through who was responsible for doing the protecting? A lot. Because when it's any other survivor, it's fine, right? Right. But when it's you? I'm not a survivor. Oh, Right. Your six-year-old self, he's the survivor. Yeah. Dr. Soleil, would you ask Luis to shoulder the burden of protecting his mother in the face of his father's abuse? But I'm an adult now. And these people you love, they're adults too. They can protect themselves. Not if people like him can just go about broadcasting things and throwing them into tailspins of pain and fear. She's waiting on the other side of the arboretum. I know. I can see her trying to make it look good, so I'll think she's brave. (laughs) She does that, doesn't she? I called her over. Why? So I can apologize. For what? You didn't fail me. This isn't your failure. Am I correct in guessing that's not going to help either of you? Yep. Topher, did I ever tell you about Feeney's and my graduation? Don't. Don't try to tell him the story. Don't try to make me look like some kind of hero. I don't have to try. I can just tell the story. Oh, I'd like to hear it if you please, kiddo. Fine. As you know, my abuser was the department chair. He made a big deal out of not giving me my diploma. Said he was going to cause a big scene on the stage if I even tried. Did he do that? Oh, yes. (laughs) I walked onto the stage and saw him there and heard his thoughts. He was being cruel. He was being abusive. Yes. He was centering on the lives of the 13, and I was horrified to think that anyone would learn about that. I felt small. So small. So unworthy. Nozzle. Yes. (sighs) Feeney got angry. Feeney got enraged. (laughs) Feeney charged onto the stage, eight letters ahead of his name. (laughs) He took the diploma out of my abuser's hand and he just said, this is hers and nothing you do right now can take it from her. So give it to her or get off the stage. Bravo, kiddo. (laughs) But as he stepped up on the stage, this light, the sunlight, it came out from behind a cloud and just burst out over the whole stage. And it blinded my abuser. He had to let go of the diploma. And when he did, Feeney handed it to another professor. 
and handed it to me. <laughs> Feeney stood there while everyone else tried to figure out what to do, and that's when Ashley just yelled out, Phoenix Soleil, light of a thousand suns. And everyone broke into applause. He saved you. <laughs> yeah, but not from my abuser. What? Feeney, you saved me from being isolated. You can't save me from my abuser. He's going to do what he's going to do. And we'll take action. But when all that bluster is passed, we'll still have each other. Won't we? Of course we will. Good. I've petitioned to have rehab moved. Okay. I could use some help figuring out where to move it and writing up the proposal to get that spot. You're just saying that because... Because she wants to save you from your isolation. I see how it's going to be now. Two on one. Damn straight, kiddo. We care about you. (laughs) Straight from the Texan's mouth. There's this spot over in Maryland I think might work. Historically, it was known as Mount... Thank you. The gratitude is mine. Sass... Stealing my line. And doing a very good job of it. Beanie? Yeah, okay. I think we need to include in the proposal how many additions we'd have to make to the existing rehab structure. Good point. Is moving rehab really going to protect you from him? You and I both know the value of distancing from abusers. All right, yes, I can see that, but... But one step is enough for now. Move rehab, step one. Uh, What's step two? to know. I just know that when I take action on the first step towards safety, it always seems like the next step appears. All right, sass. (laughs) What? (laughs) She's quoting my daily vidcom from during the inquiry. I can't help that your wisdom had an effect on me. Okay, okay, that's enough. Yes, let's move rehab and see what happens. Thanks for coming out of hiding. Guess there's some safety out here after all. Hey, it's Percy and Feeney here. What you've just heard is a work of fiction, but we know that many listeners are living in a world of pain that isn't fictional at all. At the end of every episode, we're going to include an appendix of sorts. Some things we hope will serve those who live with a reality of fear and pain every day. First, we want to let you know about our website, www.empowering.tools, where we keep an ongoing list of books, websites, hotlines, and many other resources for victims and survivors of toxic relationships. Second, we love to hear from you. If you'd like to share your story with us or let us know how the episode impacted you, we'd love for you to reach out. These are deeply emotional things and we want to give you a chance to share. We're a small team, so an in-depth response isn't always possible, but we do read every message we receive. Third, if you're in crisis or you need to find an immediate way out, please call 800 799 7233 for the National Domestic Abuse Hotline. If your abuser is a parent or a non-romantic relationship, there are other resources we've listed on the website that are just for you. A reminder, emotional violence is still violence. You don't need to have bruises on your body to deserve help, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling when you call. Fourth, be safe. For some, getting out will take planning and time. If you know you need help, Do what you need in order to safely get away. Lastly, 
We know how difficult it can be to believe there's hope on the other side of a toxic relationship. Many on our team know the devastatingly difficult steps it takes to get away from an abusive predator. But there is hope. You don't have to do it alone. If you don't have supportive family or friends, you can still find support at the hotlines we mentioned earlier or at a local hospital or shelter. Thousands of survivors have made it out. Getting out and reclaiming your freedom can be your story. We believe in you. We believe in your future. And And we we believe believe in your right to that freedom. freedom.